Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is the first block of Masechet Hagiga. We have determined that the last Amud of Masechet Moed Katan shall be finished by Ezrat Hashem at the Siyum, which with a, with a TBA uh, scheduled date. And uh, TBA for those uninitiated stands for to be announced, right? TBA scheduled date. And Ezrat Hashem, we are looking forward to celebrating that as well. That Daf will be as well as this stuff, are sponsored by our general sponsor, who sponsored this anonymously in the Zichut Mekfashim after Yavah Rachel, as well as for the success of his family, his wife and his children. We begin. Now, it's very exciting, we're beginning on Daf Pera Moral of Daf Chagiyah. Chagiyah is discussing, in the beginning of the Chagiyah, is discussing the mitzvah of Aliyah Leregel, going up on the holiday to the Bet Mikdash. Now, that mitzvah contemplates four individual mitzvahs. One mitzvah is the mitzvah that every Jewish male must go up to Yerushalayim and be in the Bet Mikdash, show up in the Bet Mikdash on the holiday. Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Shosh, Pe'amim, Bashanai, Gireko, Zechulchat, Le'adon, Hashem, Lecha. Three times in the year you will come and see the face of your master in his house. Right? And don't see my face empty-handed. When it says don't see my face empty-handed, that's mitzvah number two, which is indicative that you have to bring a something which Chazal tells us is going to be a korban olah. A korban olah is a korban that is completely burnt on the mizbeach. No part of it gets eaten by human. It's a, as it were, as if it were a present for Hashem. And don't see my face empty-handed means you're coming with a present. Now, uh, that's mitzvah number one is to show. Mitzvah number two, show up with a korban olah. Besides that, there's two more mitzvot. There's a, something called shalmeh chagiga, which is, Pasuk says, v'hagotem oto chag And you will, you will make it a holiday you will holiday it a holiday for Hashem. Now, how do I holiday it? Oh, you holiday it by bringing Korban Shilamim. The Korban Shilamim is a Korban that the it's, it's got to be an, the other one, the Ola could be a bird. Even as cheap as a bird, Korban Ola. But the Korban Shilamim has to be an animal, an actual animal. And uh, that animal is eaten if some parts are burnt on the some parts given to the clan, and some parts are eaten by the person who brings it. That's called the Shkuban Shalamim. Shkuban Shalamim is for a Chag, Kuban Chagiga. Okay, the Kuban Chagiga, or, or they, they call that Shalmeh Chagiga. Shalamim of the Chagiga. Shalem, like. Shalem is, no, it's, it's Shalem is everyone gets some, everyone gets a piece. Okay, and for Chagiga. Okay, there's one more Shalamim you have to bring. It's called Shalmeh Simha. You have to be happy on how we know that Simcha is with the, with the meat of Korbanot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Basad is the meat of the Korbanot. Teaching you that you also have to bring another animal for a Korban Shalamim, which you're going to get to eat of. Nothing to do with the Chagiga, which is the shalim that you're bringing to make it as a holiday thing. Okay, so in total, there are four mitzvot, 
Three of them are korban related that you must bring when you come. So every Jew has to find the money before the holiday too. First of all, leave his business, house, home, have, whatever, and come to Yerushalayim. Second of all, to bring with him a a korban ola, totally on the mezbeach. That could be either bird or animal. Or, and two, two, two korbanot that he'll eat part of as well, the korban shalmei hayat shalmei simcha. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Now, the chachamim uh, put place on the korban shlamims a minimum value. Even though midoraita, you could have a, the cheapest animal that you'd like to bring, so you can bring. As long as it's not doesn't have a moon on it, you should be able to bring it. Right. As small and scrawny and cheap as it might be, you can bring it. However, the chachamim said that for those two korbanim, they actually put a minimum amount, how much it, it, it's allowed to cost. Machlok, we'll see in the Mishnah, how much that costs. You ready? You want to buy the best, you're going to bring that. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, always, if, you're, uh, if you're wealthy, then you, of course you'd want to buy the best. The first is poor, you mean, you buy, yeah. poor or cheap or whatever. You might minimum buy, standards. Yeah, there's, there's a minimum, right? Of course, obviously, if you're, you know, you have the right feelings, then you can get the best animal. We can. My shalim is going to be a $1,000 animal, $2,000 animal, whatever it is. Uh, everyone's got different, you know, different folks, different thoughts, like, you know, but there's a minimum, okay? Let's see the Mishnah. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is the Mishnah. It's beautiful to read, to start, a, uh, when, when, as we're starting the Mishnah, I just feel like it's so beautiful to start reading about what would be, what a holiday would be in the olden days. You know, inshallah, one day when Mashiach comes, this is what a real holiday is. We prepare for holidays, and we think, oh, holidays, we're going to the dressmaker, we're going to the thing, we're going to get a new suit, we're going to get a tie, we're going to get this, we're going to buy some wine. You know, okay, that's, a, that, that's the way we celebrate our holiday in, in, in Galut, where we are right now. But inshallah, we don't want to be like this. And we want to learn Hashem Surah to find out what is going to be in the future. Which, what, what are we looking forward to? Every day we're supposed to look forward to Mashiach. So what exactly are we looking forward to? And that's what... That's what the beauty of Quran of Masikh Khagiga is that it brings us into the mode of Hashem, this is this is where we want to be. I'm wanna I wanna look forward to, to Pesach with okay, let's get the hey, what, what, so which Quran did you bring? <laughs> what kind of animal did you what'd you get? You know, well, I got this animal, I got that pretty nice. Everyone's talking instead of talking about you love, you're talking about which you know what, what that, you call you call that a shlamim? What, what, what kind of animal is that? Looks looks hazit. Oh, what do you mean though? He knows how to do it, or look how look how he's thinking about Hashem. I'm I'm discussing in general, but that's really what the talk will be. That's what the the feeling will be. No, I felt like Hashem was so good to me. I had to, I I had to go upgrade. I got, I really got a nice one. I really got this. uh, You know know how long I spent in the in the farmers market to find the right cow that really looks solid. Looks like it's gonna really show Hashem. I really mean. What what, what are you doing? And all. How does your Ola look and how does your Shlamim look? The Ola you're not eating. The Shlamim you are eating. Oh, my Ola. Some guys, are, the Ola is going to be uh, Shlamim. They don't care about it. They want to just get an Ola to Hashem. Others, Other people the opposite. Yeah, maybe. maybe the opposite. Or maybe everything. Maybe nothing. Well, you know, again, let's go. Mm-hmm. Says the Mishnah. Everyone's Ri'iyah. Ri'iyah means showing up. Showing up in the Beit Mikdash. Everyone's chayav. Chutz, except for the following. We got a big chutz list. Big, big list of exceptions. Number one, cheresh, a deaf person. We'll see what that means in the Mishnah. Shoteh, uh, uh, not 100% person. 
Katan, a child. Tumtum, Tumtum is a person who is neither male nor female. He has both. He has both Zahut and Nekirut on him. Androgynous is a person, no, sorry. Tumtum has a piece of skin covering that area so we can't see what he is. Androgynous is a person who has both. Okay? Um, nashim, women, apatur. Avadim, um, Ever Krani, a, a goy person who you acquire as a slave, is now chayav in many mitzvot, but not this one. He's chayav to keep Shabbat and all those mitzvot, but not the mitzvah of going to Yerushalayim on the three holidays. Avadim, she'en Oh, that's on slaves that are on freed because once you free the slave he becomes a full Jew and once he becomes a full Jew he is chayav in all the mitzvot now if you have a chiger means if you have a guy who has a hard time walking he's he's uh he's uh, hard to walk he can walk but very hard and then you have zakin an old guy or any person who who can, cannot walk up to Yerushalayim, can, can't walk up by foot from Yerushalayim to the courtyard. Rashi says uh, a person who can't walk from Yerushalayim up to the Azarah. The Gemara will explain why. Okay? Now, Ezu Katan, what's called a Katan that you're too little you have to bring? Now, Midoraita, any Katan is mature. You're when you're 13. When I'm 12, I'm a The Chachamim required which means that even though, yeah, I'm technically uh, 12, yeah, but your father has to bring you to teach you how to do misfot. Mm-hmm. Right? So, what Katan is so patur that even from the Midrabanan, he's okay to stay home, he can leave with his mother. Right? Says the Gemara. Anyone who can't go up on his father's shoulders. To go up from Yerushalayim to Halabayit, which means we we said before that you have to be able to go from Yerushalayim to Halabayit. So according to this opinion, if you if you're old enough, you have a four year old kid who would be very happy to be on his father's shoulders and walk up to Yerushalayim. This way, the father's feet will be like his feet, and he's walking with his feet from Yerushalayim to Halabayit. That kid is good. If he's younger than that, you can't put a you can't put a one. Uh, uh, a one-year-old kid can't go there, probably, or a six-month-old baby is definitely not going there. A one-year-old kid probably not going there. But I don't know. I don't know what the number is, but there's a certain age that's no. Okay. How long would that walk be? From Yushalayim to Halabayit, not long. Yeah. Not long. From Halabayit, I don't know. We're talking about a mile. A mile. Uh, I don't know. We already said a katan. I don't know why they have to say also somebody who can't walk, who can't make it, they walk there himself. Well, they're telling you that because they're telling you what type of katan we're talking about. It's it's even younger than the regular katan. According to this opinion that we're saying now, this is Bet Shammai. According to the Bet Shammai, it's even younger than the regular katan that we talk about for Shabbat, that we talk about on Shabbat all these days. It does not have to go. He, here, even the younger person still has to go. Cause oh, you still can, has you to You can go. still be on your father's shoulders at four years old. Three years old, you can be on your father's shoulder, no problem. Well, the Mishnah says earlier, a katan, I would, I would think a nine-year-old is patur. That's, you, you might have thunk, but right. that's not what we're telling you. That's not so. That's not so. Right? Here it's Taloi in walking, not Taloi in uh, age. Right. 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 It sounds like they want. 
Good. Are we clear? And anyone who's a slave for uh-huh. a Jew and then goes freed is Chayav in Olam Mitzvot? Olam Mitzvot. He becomes Jewish. 100%. When, he, when he's a slave, he's already Chayav in Olam Mitzvot. Like Jewish or he's Chayav in Mitzvot? Jewish. Jewish, that's it. Jewish. Jewish. You become a Jew. When you, you become a slave for a Jew, it's, a, it's an instant conversion process. When you, yeah, when you become a slave for a Jew, first yeah. of all, you get a big mila. Mabruk. Big mila. I didn't sign up for this. Wow. One of the things about being a slave is that you have no choice. When you come into our, when you come into our, uh, into our power, we are going to make life the best for you. If you like it or not, that's what we're obligated to give you some of the Amit's work. It's what it matters. Uh, but I don't want to, but guess what? And since you don't have rights to anything you're doing, if I tell you jump up and down, you jump up and down. I don't want to, we don't care. Right? So since I have all your rights, I am allowed to be the one to choose what you want to do. And I chose that you want to be Jewish. The same way I chose you want to plow a field, or I chose you're going to do my, be my accountant. Can I decide? I decided to not make him a Jew? No, no. I'm Chayab. Everyone exactly. asked yeah, yeah. Wow. When, when did the start? Because I did not know this. Every shani. That's why we say that every time it's more like a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because you together, you gotta bring me on right away. And by the way, there, I knew guys. There was a guy who went down to to Georgia once, and in the shul in Georgia, the guy got up and he was talking to this guy, this guy, big stripe, all this, that, blah blah blah. And the guy tells me, I said, how long you in, how long you live here in Georgia for? So yeah, it's from 1820. 1820. His family is here in Georgia. Before the Civil War. Yeah, we, my family owned slaves. We freed our slaves in the, in the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. There were Jewish guys walking around there, walking around in the Civil War. Could it be that, that some of these uh, uh, Abids, whatever, that, 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 uh-huh, that, that uh-huh, hold, hold the Hashem, uh-huh, whatever, uh-huh. this, that? No, no, I don't know if they were, but the ones that, the ones, they could be going to walk around actually Jewish. Not, not your particular friend, but there could be actual. Jewish no, 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 the ones who who say no, I'm also whatever. There's a whole group of them that say no. My my ancestors they were. Could, no, they could, could be. be they, they were. Could be free I don't know. I don't know if this guy's slaves decide to stay acting Jewish or right. they got mixed up with the rest uh, of the Arab culture. I, I I doubt. I I don't know if it's true. I don't I don't know what their story is. Wow. But uh, yeah, that's the law. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we're telling you that this hakol. Is coming to include. It's like, by the way, a slave doesn't have to be black. A slave could be anyone. Whatever. Yeah. In the old days, if you went to war and you co- you, you you conquered a country, so all the men bec- and women become slaves generally. Well, yeah. And then if if you lose the battle to Jewish people, then you got a lot of Jewish sla- Jewish looking slaves. Okay. Wow. Now, I call coming to include a half guy. Okay. Uh, fully. If you're fully enslaved, you have to go to Yerushalayim. No. You're. Because you're patur from those mitzvot that women are patur from, and women don't have to go to Yisrael, so neither do you. But when you're half, you would have thought either way. And we're telling you, the Mishnah is going to tell you that you have to go. Okay. Says, well, ah, that's good according to one rabbi. But what, Ravina. what about according to Ravina, says the Gemara? The Amar who says, He holds that the half guy, this Muhammad, who's half Mike and half freed from Vic, right? He holds that that guy is patur. So according to him, Ravina is an Amora. According to him, why did the Mishnah say the word hakol? Who are you coming to include? Don't tell me he's coming to include Muhammad, because you hold Muhammad is patur. Can't be coming to include him. You follow this? The Mishnah says, everyone has to go. Hey, what do you say everyone? What do you include with the word everyone? So if I ask this rabbi, so it's coming to include Muhammad, because he's a half-half, we have to include him. You want to know from Mishnah, we're including him. 
If I ask Ravina, Ravina says, no, Muhammad doesn't have to go. So according to Ravina, says, Muhammad doesn't go. So, what's the, uh, so what do you say, Hakol is coming to include? You can't, because he holds half a slave doesn't have to go. Well, and the Mishnah says, you do have to go. must be his Hakol is coming and to then, include something else. According to the other rabbi, yeah, the word, the word Hakol could include Muhammad. But according to Ravina, Ravina, what are you going to say? So right? who, who does his Hakol come who to? Who does his Hakol come to include? It can't be include Muhammad. You hope Muhammad doesn't have to go. Right? He says, Gmana. It's coming to include a guy who can't walk. Remember we said a guy who's lame and can't walk? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to go. Mishnah says no. Now we said that in the Mishnah, so it can't be included that guy. How called to be somebody that's not in the Mishnah? Oh, you know what's A guy who, when it came to day one, he couldn't walk. He had an injury and he couldn't walk. He broke but, but on day one, but by day two he could. So that guy, he was a thunk. That he's but since on day one he couldn't walk, he's patur. Uh, but we're telling you no, Mishnah's going to the hakol that since he's chayav on day two, he's good. He, he he has to go. He does have to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So either according to the anti-Ravina, it's coming to include Muhammad. Right. According to Ravina, it's coming to include the guy who just got better, the, the Fuashe the guy, who just got better on day two. Good. Mm-hmm. You with me or no? Understand mm-hmm. this or no? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well, I says, well, that's cool. Okay, now before we explain this a little bit more. There's a machloket. These sacrifices, the three sacrifices I told you about, okay, mm-hmm. are you chayav in them on day one. But and you could continue doing it for seven days. Right? Which means on Sukkot you could bring on Cholmoyah too. These sacrifices they're allowed to be born on Cholmoyah. You could bring it and do them later. Now, when you do it on the third day, there's a machloket. Is the third day one of the days that you could you have to do it? And if so, you you could do it that day lechatchila. Or do we say no? Real day is day one. Day two, three, four, five, six, seven are make up for day one. Mm-hmm. You understand? Are, are all the days equally chayav? Or day one is chayav, and two, three, four, six, five, six, seven are only makeups for one? What's the difference? The difference is if you hold that each one is chayav. So it could be that a guy who was lame on day one and then, uh, then got better on day two or three, that guy will have to go to Yushalayim because he was good on one of the days that he's chayav. But if you hold that day one is the real day, and two, three, four, five, six, seven are makeup days, so if a guy was lame on day one and got better on day two, he shouldn't be chayav to go because he was He's not. He never got chayav. When you get, you only chayav when you have to, when you're good on day one. You're not good on day one. So then that guy will never be chayav. So don't tell me that the Mishnah, according to the anti-Ravina, don't tell the Mishnah is coming to include a guy who was lame on day one and good on day two to tell you that he has to go up because he doesn't have to go up because if you hold that that the first day is the main day, then if I was lame on the main day, I don't have to go. So the answer doesn't work either still. Are you with me? Okay. So that's good according to the man that each one is a tashlumim day for each other. But the one who says that all of them are tashlumim for the first day, I call that to you, what's that call coming to include? No, it's coming to include. 
Come to include a guy who's blind in one eye. A guy who's blind in two eyes, we said is patur. We're coming to tell you that a guy who's blind in only one eye is chayav. Okay? Okay. And if so, our mission is going against the time of the following brighter. Why? The time you learned in the brighter, Yochan, Yochan ben Dahavai Amer, Mishum Rabbi Huda, Suma Ba'achat Be'enav Patur Meniyah. This brighter claims that a Suma is Patur. So according to this rabbi, Suma is Chayav, and it's going against a different brighter where he says Suma is Patur. Why? How does he know? Shnei Emar Yira'eh Yira'eh. The Pasuk says, will be seen, will be seen. Okay? And it says, The way a guy comes to see. That's how you come to see Hashem. So we're coming to tell you that the same way you come and you want to see. The same way Hashem wants to see you with two eyes, so too you have to be able to see with two eyes. And this rabbi holds that if you, if you only have one eye, you're patur against the Mishnah, which will, according to what was not the anti Okay? Really, I'll tell you it's coming to include Muhammad. Okay, go back to the answer of Muhammad. What's Hakol coming to tell you? That Muhammad, who's half slave and half free by Vic, is Chayav to go. So, the Kashra, Hadravina. This day you asked the question about Ravina, right? Somebody asked the question, hey, so what do you mean? What about Ravina? Ravina says you're patur, right? So says, Kan Mishnah Kan Mishnah Let me give you this. Let me explain you this answer, and then I'll, we'll, we'll, we're always going to explain the rest of it. We're answering now. This business that you said, what do you mean? Remember, what, 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 what happened when we did, the, we did the Muhammad answer, right? The Muhammad first wants the answer. That the reason why it says Hakol is to include Muhammad. That Muhammad needs to go to Beth Mikdash. Are you with me or no? Mm-hmm. Good. So it says, says so the one is like, what do you mean? What about according to Ravina? Ravina says that Muhammad doesn't have to go. We can answer that. You're right. Ravina is talking about in the rever- revised version of the Mishnah. Because originally, the people, there was a Machuk of Bet Shemayim, Bet about guys like Muhammad. Whether or not you're allowed keep Muhammad as a slave. Do we allow you to continue keeping Muhammad as a when slave? He's half free when he's half free. Or do the rabbis come and force you to free the rest, to of, free the rest of us? Okay? Mm-hmm. So we're going to answer now that when the Mishnah says Hakol to tell you that Muhammad has to go up, that was in the old days. Where when Betelel was, was allowed to conti- continue when, 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 no, when he was forced full Force free at full because now he's no, when he out. wasn't first free. No, wrong. The mission is coming to tell you he has to go because because he's still half slave. Assuming that we allow Mike oh, once he gets because we he's, he's patur. When we when, no one no once, once he, he gets, gets freed, freed he's a regular man and of course he's chayav. Uh-huh. Right, a fully freed slave is a regular Jew. We don't need him. I don't need a call to tell you he goes up to include he's, him. He's a regular Jew. The word I call is coming to include. We 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 thought it was coming to include a regular. Slave. Half and half. half. Half guy. The Muhammad guy. But now that in, in, now that the rabbis Beit Hillel is going to hold that we're going to force Mike to free his half. We'll see soon why in the Gemara. That we force Mike to free your half. So now, 
Hakol's not talking about him. Uh, this topic at all. No, now really we should. It's not. It, it can't be. It's not, there is no Hakol. Really, the Mishnah wouldn't have written Hakol. No, it's, it's a mistake. Let's not talk about this. It's a mistake. No, we don't have to talk about it. We'll say the reason why the Mishnah wrote Hakol was, was for, 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 for Muhammad. But what do you mean we don't need Muhammad? Right. Yeah, that was before we realized that we don't need Muhammad. We wrote Hakol. The Mishnah was written because we thought that, that Muhammad's allowed to be a slave. Halfway. But half, a half slave. But now that we know that Muhammad has to be freed, the Mishnah would not have written Hakol. We know that Muhammad needs to be fully freed once he's... Once Victor frees, we make you free. That's what Gemara is going to say. It's, we're coming out the line. Gonna, the Gemara is going to... Gemara is... That is what happened. That's, and they want to claim that the reason why the Mishnah is Hakol is because it that. was before we knew. Mishnah Yishunah, Mishnah Harah. Is it clear? Yeah. So, so, so in this answer, we don't have to come on to say, uh, like we said before, oh, the reason is because you need two eyes. What time is it? 8.13. Wow, it's well. Okay? Let's be right. You, you, you understand what's going on? It's cool. Wow. I understand. A guy who is half slave and half freed man. One day he works for himself. And one day he works for Mike. Because since Vic freed him, so one day he could work and make, make his own money. And one day he has to work for Mike for free. Right? Tuesdays. Okay, good. Let's keep going. That's I told him, you fixed it. You fixed how the, the, the slave is going to be. You, you fixed the master, but you didn't fix the slave. Which means, okay, Mike is going to be happy. He gets his one day, one day, every other day. But the slave is not going to be good. Why? When you're a slave, you can marry a shivcha. But a free Jew can't marry a shivcha. So this guy is stuck. He can't marry Shivcha because he's because Victor freedom, right? Batchonin and Yochol. He can't marry a free lady because he's half slave. Because because he's uh, uh, he's half slave and a slave can't marry a free lady. Libatel. So so let's get not marry nobody. No. The point of the world is is to is to have children, and we can't be that we're gonna have can't be that the rabbi is gonna let Mike keep a guy. In a stage that's against the Avinavya, the rabbis can't let Mike do. Yes, Midoraita is not going to free you, but we as rabbis can't allow a situation where there's a fellow who can't get married, right? Hashem didn't create it to be to be to be empty. That's what Pasuk says. We call him Mike, and we explain to him that he's freeing Muhammad. And if he's like, well, we'll explain it to you. Right? Well, I'm not doing it. <clears throat> uh, you sure? You sure? Uh, you know something? Uh, on second thoughts, I'm with Lincoln. Free the slaves. Right? Okay. We make his rabbi and you write him a star that he's freed. Mike writes him a star on half freed. Right. And it says, Betilel went to be like Bet Shemai. So therefore, everyone in the end agrees that we make Mike get rid of his his thing. And therefore, in the end of Mishnah, you wouldn't need the word Hakol, and we did. but the Hakol was for, because it was written in the old days when we still, Betilel still thought that you could let Mike continue with him. And that's why it's a Hakol. Good? Clear answer? Next. Okay, Mishnah says, Chut besides Mechelesh we, we mentioned the Khelish similar to a Shulteva Katan. 
just like a kid and a shote and a fool doesn't have brains when we're talking about a deaf person it's only a deaf person who doesn't have brains whenever he says it to whoever he's talking about a deaf person being patur it has to be that the guy doesn't hear and doesn't talk but if he could talk but he can't hear because he lost his hearing or Shomei, he could hear, but he can't talk. Chayav, he's chayav and everything. That's not included. And therefore, we reason why I put Cheresh next to Shomei, but not to tell you that Cheresh is like the Shoteh. Okay? Good. Tanila HaTetaram, and we have a writer that supports this. Hamadabedu Enosh Shomei, Zeu Cheresh. If a guy could talk and he can't hear, he's a Cheresh. That we're talking about. Shomei, Zeu Elem, that's only an Elem, he's not a Cheresh. But both these guys are considered completely normal for, for all mitzvot if you can't hear or can't talk but you can do the other one you have in all mitzvot the writer says which is exactly what our mishnah is saying because our mishnah puts the, the all in the same category to show you that in order to be a chedesh you have to be completely not hearing and talking so it says the gemara who told you how do you know that Pasuk says, I'm like a cheresh who can't hear, and like a ilam who can't open his mouth. That's one pasuk. Another pasuk says, Kedamri inchi, ishtakil milule. He took his speech from him. So cheresh, the reason why the word ilam, ilam is a guy who can't talk, stands for aleph mem, aleph lamed mem is ishtakil milule. It's, it's, it's a quick word like that. Okay, let's go quickly and we'll, let's go. What time is it? Okay, three, three more minutes. We're going to get it done. We said that a guy who could talk but cannot hear. How could it be? We learned to, what? Okay, he can't hear, but he can talk. Yes, that, that guy, he's still chayav to go to the Bet and still have to do all the lab and all those things. Oh, if a guy can't do both, then he's patur from everything. Okay? What do you mean? I thought there's a bright that says specifically that if you have either one, either you can't talk or you can't hear, then you patu from everything. That's opposite to Mishnah and opposite to the Brighta. There's something missing in our Mishnah. This is what it should say. Everyone's chayab to show up and have shomei simcha. A guy who can't talk or can't hear is patur from both. Even though he's patur from showing up, that same guy is chayav and simcha. So this guy who's got one and not the other is patur from the first two mitzvot, showing up and olat But he's chayav in mitzvah number three, which is the sh- which is shalmeh simcha, number four. Right? If a guy can't do both, if a guy can't hear and talk, he's patur from everything. If he could hear and not talk, or talk and not hear, then he's chayav in mitzvah three, but he's patur from the first two. Okay? Everyone's chayav in the yad simcha. 
חוץ מכאלה שמדבר ואין לו שומע, ושומע ואין לו מדבר. שופטים מלאה לפתאום מלאה, ואף איש פתאום מלאה, אם זה פתאום מלאה, חייב בשמחה, וחייב בשמחה. ועת שאין לו לא משמעות לבדל, ושוטה וקטן, פתאום מלאה שמחה, הרואה ובוטים במקום צורת אמונות בתורה, ובגן הסתיו 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 ובגן הסתי